Blog Talk Radio. Hey, it's time for the Scoop Radio Show, bringing you all the latest and greatest tips, trends, and news that rocks your world every day. We have an excellent lineup of celebrities and other amazing guests that you don't want to miss. You know we love our listeners. Don't forget to jump online and join our social media fan pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Scoop Radio Show for hot news. P.S. Don't forget to share the love and the show with your friends. Now, it's time to get the show started with your exciting co-hosts, Phyllis and Samantha. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Scoop. I'm Phyllis, and uh, Samantha may be joining us shortly. We're having an electric problem in New Jersey. Uh, which is not uncommon. New Jersey's having a lot of problems lately. But, you know, today we have some great topics we're going to be discussing on the show. Uh, First of all, Election 2020. Hey, what is going on there? It's been a little crazy. Um, Our current president, Trump, is not conceding to the race yet, and he's trying to get All of these states audited on the votes, which I don't think is going to happen. He's been shot down by many judges in each state. And in addition to that, it's just um, it's difficult because I know that President-elect Joe Biden is trying to put together his team. Um, He he basically has a few things on his agenda to change things. And one of the things that is a problem is that the State Department is not releasing uh, any information to him yet because they said that they have not called the race at this point. So it's a little difficult for him to really, you know, get started with his team, his uh, transition team. But, you know, he seems to be doing okay. You know, whatever the turnout is, it looks like Biden has won the race, and people need to accept that. You will see 70-plus million supporters of Donald Trump and the MAGA group um, that are very angry at this time, and Joe Biden needs to bring these people together somehow. I know that if the election results were switched, there probably would be rioting in the streets because they the Democrat voters would feel this was unfair, and they want their voices heard. But all in all, Biden has won the race. It is time for him to start getting ready to take that position in January, and people need to accept that. It's an election, and we don't even know how the Senate's going to be run yet because there's still a runoff vote in January for the Georgia seat, and a lot of the GOP, or what we call them Republicans, are putting all of their efforts behind former Senator Purdue to win again so they can control the Senate. Then there would be an even balance because although 13 new Republican elected Congresswomen took over Democrat seats, the Democrats still run the House of Representatives. And if there's a balance with the Senate, on the Republican side and the Democrats in the House, with a Democratic president, I'm not sure if things will get done again. The problem is during the Obama-Biden administration, 
nothing was done. There was too many political sides, and it's just been really difficult for them to come to an agreement. And the big thing today is that a lot of people, because of COVID-19, are struggling, and they were waiting for another stimulus package. A lot of our small businesses are shutting down. They can't continue like this because they can't afford to. And if our small businesses shut down, that means that there won't be any jobs. Now, President-elect Biden has decided to tax anyone over making over 400000 a year. Well, he may not have to worry about that if he taxes the large corporations because they're going to lay off a lot of that heavy-duty executive-level people making big money. So there may not be the money he thinks he's going to get. Now, if he brings Elizabeth Warren in, she also wants to support the loans that were made for college students. I'm totally for that because we've been so busy subsidizing money for other countries and for a war that never ended that it would be helpful to help our young people out with a package that took some of the burden off of them so they can live decent lives, so they can move forward, they can get married, they can pursue a career, they can also live outside of their parents' basement. I mean, it's just been difficult for many at this point. Now, the job market has changed for the better. My understanding, it is now below 7% unemployment. So that's a great sign because if you remember, it was up really high. I mean, it was high 20s because of the pandemic. But now that the pandemic is over, and it's not really over. I'm sorry, did I say that? Pandemic is definitely not over. It's actually increased. But Fauci, who is with the CDC, says that the pandemic won't last a lot longer. That's great news for everybody, except for the few who refuse to get a vaccine. Pfizer has come up with a vaccine that is 90% effective, and the states are all getting ready to administer these vaccines. Now, with the increase of coronavirus at a high level again, I, I mean, I don't know about other people, but I'm, not, I'm a little leery about vaccines until they're proven. So I want to see what happens. I'll let a few people get it first. Quite honestly, they really should give it to the vulnerable people that would have more chances of dying from coronavirus than young people. Young people may test positive, but many of them have very few symptoms or they're asymptomatic and they're spreading it. Eventually, we will all have that germ inside of us that's called herd immunity, and we'll get it like we get the flu. Some people will get it. Some people won't. And in that case, then we need to be concerned because those that are vulnerable, if they do get it, could, and, and this is an upper respiratory disease for the most part. There are other symptoms to it. But for the most part, it's an upper respiratory disease that goes into the lungs and can incap uh, that can make it difficult for people to breathe. So if you have asthma, if you have diabetes, which you'd be more prone to having a worse condition through this type of pandemic uh, virus, 
then, yes, you have to be cautious. And with that, they're advising people to quarantine before Thanksgiving. So what does that mean? So if you're going to be with grandma or you're even your parents if they're older, if they're over 50, you want to quarantine. So perhaps you spend 14 days away from a lot of people wearing a mask and then go to your Thanksgiving dinner and be with your family. But if you don't do that, how are you going to know if you have it or if you could share it or whatever? So after 14 days, go get a test. See if you're testing positive for COVID-19. If you're not, great. Go visit with grandma. Go visit with your parents. Go visit with some of the other relatives. But make sure all of them are not positive COVID-19. Everybody should be accountable for this. You don't want to see your parents or grandparents die. And then again, you don't want to see anyone who has any type of underlying condition die either. The thing with the vaccines is that basically they should be administered in the nursing homes first. The elderly, the frail, those with underlying conditions, even in rehabilitation centers, should be given that vaccine first. Young people who have been healthy, have no symptoms, have nothing, they can wait. But other people... Really, protect them. And if you don't protect them, then they will die or they will have recurring episodes and problems from this pandemic virus. So that's just basically something, and and that's being aware. You know, you call it woke, but let's be aware of things. And I think we're in a woke society. Let's be really woke and do things that will not jeopardize others. You know, all of the looting, all of the rioting, all the protests, we don't need to have that. We don't need it in this country. We're all the same people. And as much as one group wants to pit others in another group, you can't do that. We live in the best country in the world. We need to keep it that way. Do you know when other people in other countries see us fighting internally? That hurts many people. It hurts them in the economy because, remember, some of those people buy from us. And also, they're tourists. They would want to come here. But when they see this infighting, they don't want to come. It's like a couple. They don't get along, and then they're always fighting. Are they the kind of people you want to go to their house and have dinner with or just hang out with on the weekends? No. God, no. Who wants to be near anybody who's miserable? Let's have some peace and calm. Let's get back to normal. Let's be the innovative country we always were. Let's be the people that lead the economy. Let's be the people who lead in technology. And let's be the people that care about each other. And that's all we ask for. I don't think, you know, a lot of people were questioned during the voting, uh, during the election, and saying, what do you really, really want? And many of them said, we just want peace. We want to get along. Isn't it terrible? You see a brother and sister that different views on who they vote for and they fight with each other. I've seen girlfriends and boyfriends split up. There's tons of divorces. People are depressed right now. Mental health is a real problem. There are more suicides in this country right now, along with deaths from drug overdoses, 
than any other type of death. We've got to learn to control these things. Our mental health patients need help. If you see someone in your family that's having a problem, talk to them. Get them help. Somebody in your family, look, if they don't look normal, trust me, they're either depressed or they're on drugs. Don't wait until it's so bad that you find them dead in the back room. Get them help. They just really need someone to talk to. They need someone who cares. They need someone who pushes them to get better. You need to be that person. They may not be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a coworker. A lot of people lost jobs. Do you think they're not depressed? Do you think they're not worried? Stress will kill you. It does. I've been downsized. I know what it feels like. And every time I got downsized, and I will tell you, I got downsized six times in a 10-year period. Every time they did it before Christmas, two little children. I was beside myself. I would go home crying. I was so upset. I didn't know how to talk to my family or my husband and say, oh, no, I got laid off again. We're not going to have a great holiday although I already bought all these presents and they're sitting on credit cards and we got into credit card debt, which was terrible. By the way, don't go out and buy everything on credit right now because you will be stuck with high interest rates and won't be able to pay it back, even if you do get a job. Because I think a lot of companies are finding ways to do things at a lower cost, and that includes paying less money for employees. So the job market is going to be very, very difficult for people who are making high salaries. You need to be very cautious about what you've been doing, what type of job you have, where you're going with that. But as far as the election, you know, even the Republicans and the senators, the Congress people are telling President Trump to concede, let's move forward. We can't keep living in this lull. And, yes, yeah, I understand they want to fix the voting process, and they should. If there is fraud – Figure out where everyone can vote the same way, where it can be checked and balanced, where we don't have states doing different things, where there is observations if there's mail-in ballots, to make sure that real people are voting. Do you know in one state they actually had a vote-in from a dog? They took the, the registration number from his rabies vaccine, and they used it to vote for him and get a ballot. How insane is that? How about all the dead people that voted this year? They must have come out of the grave because they got to vote this year. We need to stop this. And as Americans, you want your vote to count, but you don't want fraud. Because whether it's a Democrat vote or it's a Republican vote or maybe it's a Libertarian vote or a Green vote, you want it to count. You don't want dead people voting so they, they can bulk up the numbers and win. So we need to fix this. And I think this election proved that there are problems. And our states need to be aware of this, but there needs to be a federal mandate to say this is how you will vote moving forward if you want to be part of a major election. You know, it's different with state elections. If they want to do it that way, great. But when it comes down to people that are representing everyone across the country and their constituents, then it needs to be a fair election. There can't be voter fraud. And this mail-in thing, if people are out there shopping at the grocery stores and also anywhere else and out on the parks, 
They can vote in person. They don't need to be sending in a mail-in ballot that takes days and days to figure out. And they're still counting votes. That's insane. Throw them out. We're done. Move forward. And meanwhile, let Joe Biden get his transition team together and start working towards his election date in January. And President Trump, deal with it. Because if you're lost, you're lost. Don't use taxpayer dollars to try to overturn this election. It's going to be difficult. Just take it for what it is. If you have a great following, I don't know, start another TV show. And I'm not being rude about that or disrespectful. I think Trump did a great job with the economy. You know, this was not a vote for a personality. And that's what they did here. He did a good job. The economy was amazing. Lowest unemployment ever. People had jobs. People were happy. People had more money in their paychecks. You can't knock him for the success he had in these areas. I mean, look at the prison reform. wasn't done in years. He finally did it. So there were wonderful things, but President Trump, don't, don't disregard and ruin your legacy. You've done a great job. Hey, four years from now, you can run again. Nobody says you can't run again. I don't know. I think Ivanka Trump would make a great president. She's very well-spoken, and she's a woman. We need another. We need a woman president. So Kamala Harris, vice president, there you go. That's a start. I have a feeling the next president will be a woman. And with that, I'm going to move on because, you know what, I just can't really keep talking about this election thing. I think we should just get out of there. But I do want to talk about the COVID-19 latest news. Like I said before, there is a vaccination coming That's why Dr. Fauci from the CDC said it's almost over. I mean, it's such a great news with the holidays coming. You know, we should be really thankful, thankful that we got through this. Not everybody did. And we should be compassionate about those that lost their lives and their families. It's not the same. Do you know we still have veterans that lost their lives? And yesterday was Veterans Day. And I do want to do a shout-out to all of the veterans, and appreciate them for those who have served and those who have sacrificed for our freedom. They were there protecting us. Do you know what would happen if a country came here and tried to take over? We have one of the best militaries in the world. Be thankful for those who were out there defending us. And that's not just the military That is the first responders, our firemen, our policemen. And, yes, I know, here we go. We're going to defund the police. Be careful what you wish for, because there will be some neighborhoods where there won't be enough police to come to your house if there's a problem, unless you're going to defend yourself. But then again, they want to get rid of guns in this country, so you may not be able to. You better get out some butcher knives. And that's not going to help you with the people that get guns out of a trunk of a car. That's not the legal gun owners. So I don't know. We're coming into a new era. We need to be very cautious of what we wish for. But as far as the COVID-19 pandemic, great news. Pfizer has a vaccine almost completed, 90%. They're making millions of doses, and the states are getting ready to administer them. And, again, hopefully they'll give them to the most vulnerable first and then the others. But – I, again, being cautious, I'm going to wait and see what happens. I'll stay in my house with my mask until I figure out if it's a good thing or a bad thing, because I don't want to die from a vaccine 
that might interfere with my actual problems of my body, which I don't know if I have any, but you never know. And vaccines can be dangerous some people. You might have, you know, side effects. Who knows? But in the meantime, good news are all around for that. And I really hope, I really hope that we can get rid of this coronavirus because we need to get back to work. We need people to live their lives again. I really miss going on vacation. I miss it. I miss it. And I really miss it. And I miss seeing my family and friends. It's so lonely just being able to see them. Now, however, we do have Facebook Live. You know, we have uh, our phones where we can do video chats and Zoom. Zoom's making a fortune off of everybody right now. Uh, and there's other platforms like that. But you know what? At least we got to see everybody. You know, if this was 20 years ago, you wouldn't have been able to do a video chat. Can you imagine? Everybody had dial-up Internet. <laughs> you were lucky if you could play, you know, some stupid little game on on your phone, or you didn't even have phones that did all that. The phones weren't doing that 20 years ago. And I know that because I worked in the wireless industry. But you know what? We've come a long way, and technology is only getting better every single day. Think about how much we know today that we didn't know 15 years ago or 20 years ago. We're advancing. We're getting better. We're We're improving things. Technology is taking us to the next level, and our young people are smarter than ever. I'm watching little two-year-olds like my grandson who's sitting on a tablet learning. He learns. It's awesome. He thinks that giant television in his living room is like a phone, and he tries to swipe it across to get to all the applications. Well, guess what? He's only two. He'll be two in December, actually. Can you imagine? By the time he's 10, he's going to be like an Internet genius. All of our babies will be. And that's awesome. That's awesome because we needed to get ahead in this world. Other countries are ahead of us educationally, which, by the way, our New Jersey governor, Phil Murphy, has decided not to shut the schools down even though COVID-19 is really increasing steadily in his state. But that's good news. He understands that education is extremely important. And our children have lost so many months of real education. You know, going online is great, but it's not that one-on-one thing where the teachers there. Your teachers care about those kids. They spend more time with them than you do when you work every day. That's pretty sad, actually, but they are the role models. Now, there are some teachers, just like there are some bad cops that shouldn't be there, They really don't care about the kids. And I'm going to talk about secondary education. So we're talking about some of the college professors. They're not necessarily regular professors. They could be adjunct professors that come in that know something. But they're teaching our children the wrong things. Some of these kids don't even understand our history. It's pretty sad when you ask them a question of when was uh, who was the president that was in uh, office during the Civil War? And they said, Washington. Now, really, the Civil War was Washington. Hello? No, that wasn't it. And these are college kids. Come on, get a grip, man. You need to learn about your history, not just about slavery, not just about what happened in 1950. We're talking about when this country won the revolution against the British And who was it with them? You ask them a question, they're like, oh, it was the Indians. They helped us. Oh, really? Really? How about the French? Where were they? So they don't get it. They don't understand the history. 
Come on, higher ed. Teach these kids about their heritage. Teach them about who did what. And maybe they won't be so upset about statues out there. Very sad. They want to destroy history. I'm a history buff. I love it. I would love to go into Europe and look at all the castles and all the crusades and the Greek Isles. I mean, I can keep going. You know, I want to see all those things before they crumble or somebody knocks them down. How's that? So talking about that, wouldn't it be great to travel again? I'm talking to people out there that love to travel. I mean, I was a cruise buff for many years, but I don't know about going on cruises now because we're nervous about COVID-19. But there's no better way to travel. I mean, if you've never been on a cruise, what an experience. You go to beautiful places or interesting places that you've never been to. You live on a ship. The food is amazing. They have all kinds of activities. And also they have shows. They have dancing. They have music. And they have all-you-can-eat buffets. So for the foodies out there, you would be in love. I, had, I went to a chocoholic buffet, and I always thought I was a chocoholic. This buffet, and it was on Norwegian cruise lines, had so much chocolate, I got sick. I mean, it, when I tell you chocolate fountains, chocolate candies, chocolate-covered ice cream, there was so much chocolate, chocolate-covered fruit. It was amazing. But I, I ate so much of it, I got really sick. And I think for a week I didn't eat any more chocolate because I couldn't. But they do have amazing things. You know, I usually tell people, lose 10 pounds before you get on the cruise because you can eat and eat and eat and drink and drink and drink, and you can have such a blast. Just don't fall off the side of the ship if you get drunk. But anyway, cruises are amazing, but let's talk about other places. I love to think about where I want to travel next. And in one of our shows, Samantha and I will be talking about luxury travel adventures. And I can't wait because there's some amazing places. But for those of you on a travel budget, I'm going to give you some insights of how to save some money. I've never stayed really in a hotel, although we do need to support the hotel and hospitality industry. I usually go online to what's called VRBO.com. Okay, it's Vacation Rentals by Owner. And people have, like, luxury condos. They have beautiful houses they rent out all over the world. And depending on how many people are going, you can pick one. And you know what? You don't have to go during the season. Maybe you can just do a weekend jaunt somewhere, you know, a place you've always wanted to go to. Right now the airfares are super cheap. Go get one. Some of them, you know, you can actually change your mind and not pay any penalties on your airfare, so buy it now while it's cheap. And on weekends, maybe you want to go into the mountains during the snow season. But this is the time to do it because they're not busy, and the pricing is phenomenal. So book it now, and maybe it's for next year. Do what you can because you can always cancel. I think on VRBO, you can cancel up to 60 days in advance or 30 days in advance, and you'll get your money. You know, they won't charge you. You'll get your deposit back. So I would suggest that this is the time to do it. If there's some amazing place you want to go to, the beaches in the Caribbean, maybe you want to go to Hawaii. Um, me personally, I love the Caribbean. It's one of my favorite places to go. Jamaica is amazing, uh, really cool resorts there. I'm going to shout out a name because I went to Sandals. Oh, my God, what an amazing place that is. There's couples resorts. There's ones for families. Just pick one. 
and they're all inclusive, many of them. And you can go there and just have a blast. You can eat, you can drink, you can do sports, you can, um, I, I just can keep going, snorkeling, and then they have music at night and Caribbean dancing, you know, with reggae and whatever. And it's just so much fun. So these are positive things to think about. And I want to talk about holidays because the holidays are coming up. What better thing to do than to give somebody something that they need or they might want? It doesn't have to be a physical thing. Maybe it's a ticket to a zoo. Maybe it's a year-long subscription to the opera. Um, maybe it's a basket full of fruit because they're on a diet. But you don't have to do, like, I mean, I don't know how many years I've gotten clothes that never fit, that people thought they could buy me clothes that they thought they liked, that I didn't like. And, you know, you can't be rude when people buy you a gift. Hi, where did you buy that? Because I need the receipt. I'm taking it back. No, you can't do that. So don't buy me clothes. And I always tell people, please don't buy me chocolate. I can buy my own. There's only certain kinds I like. Now, my husband knows. Every year he buys me chocolate, and he buys the kind he likes because he eats it all. It's, it's a fun thing for him. He figures if he buys it for me, he could eat it or he can use it. So there you go. <laughs> if you're going to do it and you're with somebody, great. But if it is a friend, if it's a family member, be conscientious. This year, because of COVID-19, I'm doing gift cards, and I'm doing gift cards that are practical because everybody needs to eat. Everybody buys stuff online, so I'm asking them, what's your favorite store? Do you just shop on Amazon? Do you want to buy movies online? There's a good one right there, you know, if you want a streaming service. How about a gift card to give somebody a streaming channel that they never had? Or, hey, for the young people, have a gamers. Give them something for like a Sony Play card or whatever their favorite platform is. Give them something where they can buy some video games. I don't even know if GameStop's still in business. I think they are. But, you know, those type of things are awesome because they're doing it all the time. Uh, Groupon, uh, Living Social, these are places that people can buy activities or they can buy things that like food. You could give them a Groupon gift certificate and they can get things discounted. Um, how about the favorite nail or beauty salon? There is a great gift. For any woman out there that gets their nails done, every year I look forward to someone giving me a gift certificate to get my nails done. And how about hair? So everybody, Some people go and get their hair done. Men, there's your favorite place to get your hair done. Give them a gift certificate. It's usable. Let's be practical this year. There's not a lot of places we can go to. I got to tell you, there's some people, they need food, okay? They buy food every week. Give them a gift certificate to their favorite grocery store. What a thought, you know? And by the way, right now, which is not Black Friday, everybody's running Black Friday sales already. Oh, my God, it's only November 12th. We've already got Black Friday sales. <laughs> Black Friday sales that run every day. It's crazy, and you need to take advantage of it. Buy it now because the closer to Christmas, prices are going to go up. They know that there's last-minute shoppers, and they can get you. The stores can get you. But the other thing is, those big outlets are going to make money. It's the little guys that won't. So be conscientious. If you live in a community, do some shopping at some of your small businesses because they really need your help right now. They may not last. 
50% of these small businesses, little retailers that you see, will be out of business if they've not already gone out of business. And isn't that drastic? I mean, this country was built on small business. And how about all the people that got laid off? You know they're going to start a small business. Help them out. Ask them how they. you can help them. By the way, you don't always have to buy something for somebody to make their holiday great. Like if you're buying for an elderly person, think about it. They probably have everything possible that you could ever buy for them. But what they don't have is someone to keep them company. What they don't have is someone who calls them every day to make sure they're okay. And to them, that means more to them than any gift you'll ever buy. I mean, last year we we sent my mother-in-law a giant wreath from the Midwest. She loved it. She goes, oh, my God, it made my whole house smell good. And it reminded me of all of you. So some of the things you want to really put some thought into. I know, like, my husband, he waits till December 24th to buy gifts for me. And then he goes out and randomly buys crazy stuff that I really don't want. But, you know, I have to sit there and smile because it's a thought that counts. But he'll buy candles. I have, like, 50 of them. Or he'll buy me a scarf, but I have 50 of those, too. Definitely buys me chocolate because he knows I like it, but I'm hiding it because I don't want to eat it. Um, I might have one piece, but he'll eat the rest. It's okay. And who knows what else he's going to buy. Usually we'll buy one big thing for both of us that we need. (laughs) It's amazing. When you have a house or an apartment, you always need something. If you have a house, you're always fixing it, doing something for it. Uh, This year we're going to buy a washing machine because my washing machine kind of broke. And I need a new one, so that will be one of our gifts together. Last year we bought a sectional sofa because we wanted a new one. And, you know, every year it's something else that we need in the house. So we put our thoughts together and we say, okay, this is our holiday gift this year. And we buy something big. And as long as it's not something that just broke, we find something we want to buy or fix in the house or do. And uh, that's our big holiday gift. Now we buy some little tiny things. That's cute and everything. I call them the little stocking stuffer thingies. But, you know, Nothing special. And every year, my husband, he loves landscaping, but he loves to decorate. He's one of these people that my whole house has to be decorated. Of course, I end up doing the lights and the little decorations on the tree, the ornaments, and um, it's getting old. I don't have little kids here anymore, so I just want little simple things. I'm one of these people I like simple but pretty. He likes, let's go overboard and buy five poinsettias, four Christmas trees, and the whole outside of the house has to be covered in lights. And it's insane. It's kind of like National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. He has to light up the whole house, and even year-round. It's not just a little bit. Thank God he got into LED lighting because our electric bills aren't crazy anymore. So you know what? If you have the time, make your life beautiful. Do something special. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, but you celebrate something else, light up your house. Make it nice. You live in it. You're stuck in it. Do something so you can enjoy what you're doing and you can feel like everything is special because nobody else will, so you might as well do it. I mean, you have to be happy yourself. Other people can't make you happy. So if you enjoy something special, you know, I always use the term, I deserve it. 
it took me a long time to realize I was always doing for so many other people that I sometimes neglected myself. And today, you can't do that. You have to think about what makes you happy. What is it that you want or you want to do that's going to make you happy? You know what? If you want to sleep through the holidays because that's going to make you happy, then do it. If you don't want to visit relatives during the holidays, don't do it. Okay? You don't have to make excuses. Just say, I don't want to go. That's it. I don't want to. Or I can't. Or no thank you. That's all you have to say. You don't have to explain yourself. Some people always come up with these crazy things to explain why they can't do something, why they should do something, how they should do something. The only person you have to answer to is yourself. Think about it. Why are you making excuses? Oh, my dog's sick. Oh, I fell down the steps today. Oh, I can't believe I don't have the money to go there. You know what? If you want something bad enough, A, you will find the money to go or buy something. But buy yourself something. You know, I used to go holiday shopping. And I still do it online. I'm pretty good at it. I would buy something for one person, and then I'd find something I wanted. And it was great. (laughs) I always ended up buying a lot of things for myself, and then people would say, what do you want for Christmas? And I'd be like, hmm, I already bought that. And then I bought that. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Just find some cute little thingy that you can send me. I really didn't need anything because I bought everything I wanted. And... Within reason. I mean, I didn't spend all my money. I just bought things that I felt that I wanted that no one else would buy me. And if you're in that stance, then you know what? Treat yourself. You know what? Nobody says you have to go with somebody to go buy an ice cream sundae. Just go do it. I used to do that after work. I, I, If I was working really hard and I knew I had to have dinner, but I was getting out and getting done early, I went and bought ice cream. I mean, I I know it sounds crazy. I sat and ate this ice cream without being interrupted. And by the way, if you're a mother out there or a father, you know what it's like when your children interrupt you constantly. As a matter of fact, you can't even go to the bathroom by yourself because there's always somebody knocking on the door or yelling to you, Mom, where is this? Or, Dad, can you help me with this? You can't even go to the bathroom alone. As a matter of fact, one year for Mother's Day, my kids gave me a card that said, we'll give you five minutes in the bathroom by yourself. Happy Mother's Day. I mean, it's it's just something that happens. But once the kids are gone, you kind of miss that. My last one left at home this year, and uh, my younger son did that. And uh, it's important that we um, we do things that we need to do. We get through life, and we do miss some of the things that we used to enjoy. You know, when your kids are grown, what do you have to look forward to? Well, if you're with someone, you can actually have some romantic outings together. You could just start to enjoy yourselves as a couple again. If you're by yourself, you know what? Now's the time to do all the wonderful things you wanted to do, but you were tied down because you were always taking care of the kids. And you're always doing something to make them happy. Make yourself happy. You want new friends? Get online. There's all kinds of groups out there. 
If you're over 50, there's a group for over 50 people. There's vacation groups. Go on meetup.com, meetup.com, M-E-E-T-U-P.com. There's all kinds of groups for everything. Find what your passion is. Maybe you want to do artwork again. Maybe you want to write a book, but you're not sure how to do it. Hello, do you have a computer? If you don't, go to the, go somewhere and go buy one or buy a tablet and look up how to write a book. With YouTube today, you can learn anything you want. You don't have to rely on others to teach you. And don't get permission from anybody to do anything. You are the only person that needs to want to do something, and you don't need permission. I mean, I love when people always ask, well, should I do this? When my answer is, why not? Why not? You know, people always say to me, oh, you're always doing 90 different things. Why are you always doing all that? I'm a creator. I love to create things. Doesn't mean that I'm successful at all of them, but at least I tried it. I'm never going to have to say, I wonder what it would have been like if I had done that when I was younger. You're never too old to do something. You're never too young to do something. I mean, let's let's flip switches here. You know, I I met we had a lady on our show two weeks ago, uh, and she left corporate America as an attorney, and decided to become an actress, and she's doing quite well. She's in a lot of shows and commercials, but that was her passion, and she decided to <laughs> leave a very six figure income to be an actress, and she's done quite well. I don't know if she's making six figures, but she's doing what she loves to do. Nobody stops you. So even if you've been downsized, uh, you were furloughed, you lost your job, maybe you never had a job, don't give up hope that you can't be something that you wanted to be. You can always be something to someone or to yourself. Just keep that in mind. It's very, very important to live your life the way you want to live it. You know, you may not be that creative. Maybe you want to go back to school. Some people are lifelong learners. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's wonderful. You know, there's people that are, you know, they're knowledgeable. They know a little bit about everything. Just think, if you learn enough, you can get it. Maybe you can get on Jeopardy, which... I think was really interesting because, uh, and I do want to say that Alec Trebek uh, did pass away uh, this week, and uh, what a loss. Um, he was on Jeopardy for many, for, oh gosh, over three decades. And uh, Lamar Burton uh, has, uh, looks like they might be putting him as the host. I'm not quite sure. They, they threw his name out there. Lamar Burton was a very, very, uh, very good actor for many years. Uh, but we'll see what happens with that. We really don't know. But, it, again, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens uh, and, and whose boots, very big boots that they will have to fill for Alec Trebek. Uh, what a loss. What a wonderful uh, game show host. Um, many people knew him. He was Canadian, actually. And um, we're really sorry. And uh, our condolences to his family. On another note, uh, basically, in the coming week, uh, the scoop, 
uh, radio show, and unfortunately, Samantha could not join us today. Um, she has an electrical problem in her home and can't charge up her phones, so that's why she's not here today, but we will be hearing from Samantha hopefully next week joining us, and uh, we'll have some great guests joining us as well next week. We will be introducing them on our Facebook fan page, which is Scoop Radio Show. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Scoop Radio Show. And in the January, I will be bringing back the Expert Channel. So if you would like to be on the show, you're an expert from any industry, love to have uh, a note from you. Uh, let me know who you are, what you do, and perhaps we can get you on the schedule. And again, you can find our pages on Facebook under the Expert Channel and also on LinkedIn. Other than that, it's been a crazy week, and um, hopefully we're getting past all this nonsense with the election. People are starting to feel better. People are calming down. Uh, We're looking forward to 2021. And perhaps you can put together some uh, a list of what you want to, to accomplish in 2021. It's never too late or too early to figure out what your goals are. And for those of you who do not have know what a vision board is, a vision board basically is where you jot down everything that you're looking to do and how you're going to do it. So you're visualizing a path to the future. And maybe it's not just for next year. Maybe you have a five-year goal. I mean, I did that when I wanted to buy my first home. I said, I know what I need. I know what I need to do. Uh, Now, how am I going to do that? And I had to write all this out. And I actually accomplished what I was trying to get to. We all have dreams. Don't give up your dreams. If there is something special that you want to do, make a list. If you're older and there are things that you wanted to try, don't give up. Just try it. Maybe physically you can't do some of the things you wanted to do. Like I know that I never really learned how to ski. I've gone snow tubing. Um, I've, I've been on a snowmobile. Uh, I've ice skated. I have never skied. But now at my age, I, I have more concerns about breaking a leg. So I, I hesitate. I don't really want to learn how to ski. I'm not a real big fan of being freezing cold anywhere. But I'll still snow tube. That's fun. They drag you up the hill. You go down the down the mountain. It's fun. And it's cold. It's very cold. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. I went whitewater rafting for the first time last year. Oh, my God. I didn't go during the high season because the low season was enough for me, especially when the guy told us that if you fall out, well, you better lay on your back because the rocks might rip you apart. And I'm like, oh, my, why am I doing this with my big helmet on? And But we had a blast. That was in Colorado on the Colorado River. Um, you're never too old to try something for the first time. You just can't be fearful. And with that thought, the Amazing Race is back on with Phil Keogh as the host. And, God, they go to some amazing places. It's not as intense as it was in the past, because I, I guess because of COVID-19. But great show you know you get to see places you've never been to they go to south america they go to asia they go to some really interesting places that i probably would never visit 
Um, but they do some unique things. You learn how people eat in those countries. You learn how they function. You learn uh, interesting things about the terrain or historical sites. So shout out to Phil and the Amazing Race. Uh, there's a whole bunch of shows on Discovery. And guess what? The new lineup for the fall is back. So people are back on TV with your favorite shows. Look them up. And then, um, you know, Hopefully the movies will be coming back. There's a few. I know in Philly, John Travolta just filmed a movie here. Uh, they're being cautious. I don't know if you see this. I watched Blackish, and they were actually, it looked like they had a split screen. So the actors were on one side, and then they filmed the other actor afterwards, and then they put it together. It's amazing what they can do with film. But I could tell that they weren't together in the same room at the same time. Everybody's being cautious with COVID-19, which is great, but I really miss my shows. I miss seeing new material. I mean, there's only so many Seinfeld episodes I can watch. I think my husband knows every line from every show. Um, I watched Pretty Woman the other day. Oh, my God, Julie Roberts, you were gorgeous in that. And, of course, Richard Gere, oh, my gosh. Any man should look like that. And uh, I just taped The Devil Wears Prada because um, some of my favorite actresses are in that movie, Meryl Streep, um, Hathaway. Uh, it, it was just a great movie. I just loved every minute of it. And then I watched this other Prince thing. I'm watching the Hallmark movies. All the Christmas movies are back. And pretty soon the radio stations, I know B101 in Philadelphia was playing Christmas music the other day, and I went, oh, yes, 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 I love Christmas music. And I'm sure that we'll be hearing a lot more of that. People need to lift their spirits. It's the holiday season coming up. And whether you're with your family or not on Thanksgiving or Christmas, hey, get your computer out, get your phone, get your tablet, and you can actually be sitting at the table with them where they can see you and you can see them. Isn't that a great idea? I mean, if you don't want to fly anywhere, you know, I, I just bought one of these Echo shows. I haven't set it up yet because I want to use it in my kitchen for when I cook and need recipes and things and want, want to watch the news or the weather. But there's another thing. Great gift for somebody who's older who may not be able to visit with you. Buy them an Echo show. Uh, there's a couple other products like it, but Echo show works with Alexa. And uh, it would be a lot of fun. I really shouldn't say Alexa too much because she's sitting next to me with my little Echo uh, dot, and she usually answers me. But um, I think that would be a lot of fun. I actually bought a couple of those, too, as gifts. Anybody who doesn't have an Echo dot works uh, with Google and Alexa and Amazon. I mean, it's just great to have. I also bought a couple of smart plugs. I have no idea how to use them yet. We have to look them up. But I thought that would be great to have because, you know what, if you leave the house, it's at night, don't you want to come home with a light on somewhere? The big thing is that ring, the doorbell ring thing that you can run with your phone. So if somebody comes to the door, you can see them through your phone. You can even talk to them through this device. So, you know, if you're by yourself, you want to protect yourself, you know, and even if you don't have a dog or something, at least you have something where you can see the people, you can let them know that they're being seen, so maybe you can protect yourself without putting grates on your windows. I hate to say that, but let's talk about security real quick. If you're an older person, stop answering the phones and giving out information. We have a friend of ours that was talking to somebody. They said that they, their Social Security was canceled. 
and they just had to answer a few questions to get them back. And, of course, they're elderly. They live on Social Security. They were nervous. They said, oh, okay, okay, innocently, had no idea this was a scammer. By the time that person got off the phone, they already had the name, the address, the Social Security number, and several other pieces of information like date of birth. Now they can go out and steal all your stuff. They can actually open credit cards. They can uh, take away the title of your home. Oh, my gosh, the deed to your house. It's terrible. Do not give out information, please, if you're young or you have parents. Tell them not to give out information over the phone. Social Security will never ask them or even call them. They usually send letters. They will never call them for that type of information. Nobody does. Even credit card companies today don't do that. Don't give out your information. And if they tell you that you want a contest, great. Tell them to send it to you in an email or writing and get their name. Somebody's trying to sell you something, find out who they are, who they work for, ask questions, or don't answer the phone. That's even better. If you have an older or an elderly grandparent or parent, please tell them not to answer the phone. Get them a screener for the phone so they can hear it like an answering machine before they pick up. Because especially during the election, we got, I, I, I hate this, I, I can't even tell you, robocalls. But this time it wasn't robocalls. This time it was real people calling me, asking me who I was voting for. Hello out there, it's none of your business. How dare you call me and, and disrupt me during dinner? I thought that was so rude that I would probably not vote for your person. I mean, they were trying to convince me it was wonderful to vote for these people, and I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about, and i got to get off the phone. So all you people out there soliciting business, soliciting people for elections, you need to stop. Nobody wants to be bothered anymore. You know, it's bad enough people have websites, and nobody wants to even go to those. I mean, if you look at things today, everything's quick, fun, TikTok, yeah, you have stories on Facebook, and what really is amazing, everybody wants to be a star. I mean, there's people out there dancing away, there's people out there singing away. They can't sing, but they're they're on there. Everybody's making videos, they're putting their videos up. Whatever you do, if you're going to put things up, don't tell people you're going on vacation. Don't tell people where you're taking your next job. Stop giving out personal information because there are scammers and hackers out there that will come after you. They're very good at this. They have algorithms. They know. They can hear it just from the words you're putting out there. They can watch you. And you think the government doesn't watch you? You are mistaken. If you threaten anybody in the government or threaten anybody in your city, they will come to you, and they will lock you up because they don't trust you. Today there is no trust because they're worried about people hurting other people. And that's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. There's too much information out there. Our news media needs to get their act together. Please try to be honest with the people. It's very important. Don't don't give them your own rhetoric because they're confused. We need to bring this country together and we need our media to make that happen. They are the only people that can share goodness in our country. Please don't pit one against the other. It's not fair. Go back to real journalism. Go back to really being a true reporter of the news, of activities, of people. 
because that's really hurt our country. It's hurt our people, and they need to come together. And hopefully a Joe Biden is going to make that happen. I'm hoping he can allay the fears of the other party that did not vote for him and make people understand that we're all Americans. This division that has happened in our country should never happen. Otherwise, my friends, we're going to have a civil war. And I would really hate to see brothers killing brothers, because that will happen. And sisters killing sisters, trust me. You think women are aggressive? They are. Do you think they don't know how to shoot a gun? They do. The problem is the wrong people will be shooting the right people. And with that, I'm going to tell you that next week we're going to be talking more about the holiday season. I'm hoping to have um, a wonderful chef on the show to give us some ideas of uh, how to cook a great turkey and some interesting things to add to your holiday festivities as far as desserts. And also, I think Samantha has a special guest for us. So if you go again on our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram pages, you will see our guest lineup, especially on our Facebook fan page, at Scoop Radio Show. And I hope everyone has a wonderful week. And my last words to you is be conscientious of your family and friends. Everyone deserves an opinion, and don't knock them for it. I mean, if that's what they believe in, allow them to have that belief. That's why we're a free country. That's why this is a democracy. There's other countries where you don't have a voice, and that would be a, that would be a travesty, and we don't want that. We want to be kind to each other. We want to know that we can rely on each other because just like 9-11, when we were attacked by terrorists, Everybody came together to help each other. Remember, that's not the only time this will happen. There will be other incidents. We've seen it with hurricanes. We've seen it with earthquakes. And our people come together to help each other. And I really hope to see that again. I really hope that our people start loving each other again, regardless of their race, regardless of their color, regardless of how they think. We're allowed to have our own opinions and our own minds. That's what makes us special in this world. And with that, I really appreciate everyone that listens to the show. And catch us next week. Again, go to Scoop Radio Show, our fan page on Facebook, and uh, we'll tell you who's coming. And by the way, you're always welcome to call in and chat with us. We'd love to hear your opinions. And if you can give us your opinions... It's okay, whatever they are. We just don't want rude people. We'll cut you off, but it's it's okay. I mean, there's just some, you know, look, some people, you know, are totally dismayed by what's going on today. They're worried about COVID. Don't worry about things. Let's look forward to a beautiful 2021 and holiday season, which will brighten up everybody. So thank you, everyone, for joining me today on The Scoop, and have a blessed Thanksgiving, if I, well, no, actually, we're not there yet. Forget the blessed part. Have a great week. Thanks again.